Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Hallelujah. Lift your hands wherever you are. If you are at home, if you are with us, lift your hands. Let us pray. Ask God to speak to you. Ask the Lord to speak to you. Ask him to visit you today through his spirit, through his word. As it comes, may he minister to all of us in the name of Jesus. Just pray wherever you are. Pray. Pray wherever you are. Pray wherever you are. Min tolobowski palola, lepola kenomaske palola, lepriandriyasere. Lord, speak to us through Your Word, through Your Spirit. Minister to everyone here. May we not leave this place the same. May burdens that are on our hearts and our shoulders be lifted up. May chains be broken in the name of Jesus by reason of your anointing. Let every yoke, anything that chokes us, anything that restricts us, anything that suppresses us, may it be broken because of your anointing in the name of Jesus. Use me, use me to speak deliverance, healing to your people in the name of Jesus. We give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. Father, thank you for today. This opportunity in your presence. Speak to us through your word, through your spirit. Let deliverance come to us. Let salvation come to us. Let liberty come to us in the name of Jesus. Let your word come in clarity. Let it come in power and let it let us receive it in faith. Let things change in our lives in the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. In the name of Jesus. Anybody watching me right now, you are believing God for healing. Receive your healing now in the name of Jesus. The Bible declares that he sent his word and he healed their diseases. May the word of God come to heal every disease that is represented here, Lord. In the name of Jesus. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Put your hands together for the Lord. And you may be seated in the presence of God. Hallelujah. How's everybody doing? It's a blessing to be in the presence of God and to speak the word of God. My prayer is that our walk with God will be sweeter by this word. The entrance of the word will bring light and understanding and bring us closer to God. Hallelujah. Great. Ephesians chapter number one is the piece of scripture we are preaching from. Ephesians one. How many of you remember we were on a series close walk with Jesus? Great. So today we want to continue with it. It says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God to the saints which are at Ephesus and to the faithful in Jesus, verse 2, grace be unto you and peace from, our fa- from God, our Father, and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 3, it says what? Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, 
who had blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Hallelujah. The Bible says that we are blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. I think we can go home. I think clap for the word of God. I think we can, we can go home. I mean, if all we came to hear is that we are blessed with spiritual blessings in Christ, in heavenly places. I mean, your location is in heavenly places. You are blessed in Christ. I mean, it's, it's okay. Hallelujah. Second Peter chapter 1. Let's add another one. Let's add another one. By the testimony of every two or three, by two or three, every word is established. So let's get another person's testimony. Second Peter chapter 2, chapter 1. We're reading from verse number 2. Verse 2. This is Peter also, right? It says, this, And peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord. Verse 3. According as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain to life and to godliness, through the knowledge of him that hath called us unto glory and unto virtue. Verse 4. Let's read 4. 4 may be interesting. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. My God, you missed a good place to say amen. It says, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. That by these, by what? By these promises, ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through last, which is the corruption that is in the world through the desires of the world. Hallelujah. So these two scriptures are basically talking about the same thing. You know, the, the, the patriarchs, the founding fathers of our faith, okay? Oliver Tambo, Robert Mugabe, Steve Biko, Nelson Mandela, Governor Berkey. Julius Malema, sorry. Julius Malema. <laughs> you see, so you know who I'm talking about, the patriarchs of our faith. Not these ones. I'm, these are the patriarchs of our nation, but I'm talking about the patriarchs of our faith, which is Paul, Peter, all these founding fathers. Do you see? In their letters, the introduction of their letters, they give us a summary of what our faith is about, or let me put it in today's term, of what Christianity is about, all right? I'm talking about a closer, basically I'm talking about how to walk closely with God, all right? And I'm saying that these patriarchs, in their letters that they read, that's why all of them begin in the same way. Everybody they write to, they, verse 1, they introduce them, chapter 1, verse 1, they introduce themselves, and show you why they are doing what they are doing. Then verse 2, grace and peace. Everywhere, grace and peace. We need so much grace, we need so much peace in our lives. Yeah. A little grace. Wonderful. So then they, they do, after they do that, the third thing Paul goes to is that, he says that God has given us all things that pertain to life. This is Peter. And to godliness. That's what we have been given. Now, it put verse 3 there. Yeah, according as his divine power has given us all things that pertain to life and to God through the knowledge of Jesus Christ. 
Hallelujah. That the knowledge of him that had called us to glory and to virtue. So the Bible says God has called us to glory and to virtue. Today I want to talk about the spiritual nature of Christianity. We have talked about faithfulness. We have talked about, we've talked about being in Christ. We've talked about faithfulness. We've talked about grace and peace. Now I want to talk about the spiritual nature of Christianity. The Christian faith is a spiritual faith. It's not a carnal faith. It's not a materialistic faith. It's a spiritual work. As we walk with God, it's a spiritual work. So he says, God has called us. Look at, he's given us all things. Now he has called us to glory and to virtue. Glory and virtue are not physical things. You can't go to shop right and buy them. Amen. Or check us. As the courses say, check us. You can't go, go to check us to go and buy them. I don't know how the Zulu say it, but at least. Check us. You can't go to check us and say, give me two glory and one virtue. If it was possible like that, a lot of these rude girls who are moving around town with long hair, long hair and long fingernails, they all go and buy virtue and add it to their lives. Yeah, give me a combo. Yeah. Two virtue, one, one, one grace, one glory. Hallelujah. It's not the, obviously these are spiritual things. And if you are going to walk closely with God, you must adapt. I think there's a verse. Next one, next one, verse four. It says, this is promises. Yeah, it says, Where, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by this ye might be what? Partakers of the divine nature. Yet again, divine nature is not a physical, it's not six pack. It's not, it's not six pack. Yeah. It's not, it's not six pack from heaven. But it says that we will be partakers of the divine nature, of God's divine nature. And mind you, Bible says God is spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. John 4, 24. So if we are going to walk with God, we must, we must become partakers of his divine nature. I told you from the beginning, two people cannot walk together except they be agree. Amos 3, 3. People are not people. You can't walk with somebody you don't agree with. Do you get it? Now, if God is spirit and we are trying to walk closely with God, it is important that we acquire God's nature. Which means we become like God. Until you become like God. I say, even let me use, let me use, I can't be friends with you when we don't have things in common. Do you get it? Things in common. And I'm not talking about my height. I mean, like, no. I'm talking about even mentally. Do you, 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 you understand? So we must all be yellow bones. Then we'll, No, no, no. It's, it's not color. At all. Or we must have the same haircut. No, no, no. It's something intangible, which is the way we all think. What we agree on. What we are all pursuing. What we are following. Then we all do it together. So that's God, his spirit. End of story. He's not changing. 
So those who want to worship him, those who want to have fellowship with him, those who want to have communion with him, those who want to flow with him, must flow with him in spirit and in truth. So if we do not want to acquire God's divine nature, which is become spiritual or key in into the spirit, we can't walk closely with God. This is where we leave you. Every message, I've realized that every series is like that. When we start, the crowd is bigger. Because they say, oh, be in Christ. Oh, let me just be in Christ. Be faithful. Then some people fall away. Because as for witches, they are always there. They are in the Bible. They are always there. Some people fall away. My God, my God. I'm preaching. Yeah. By, By all means, I mean one or two will be around. Do you get a hand? But still, the crowd is bigger. Then grace and peace, everybody gets up. Then now be spiritual. Then a big group falls away. Now, I don't blame. Okay, let's come back to Peter. Let's come back to our original guy, Ephesus. Ephesus or Ephesians or something like that. I don't blame the church. I blame we, the pastors. Because over the years, we have fed the church with messages that have changed their appetite. Instead of them developing appetite for spiritual things, they've developed a very deep appetite or great appetite for carnal things. Yeah, because of the nature of our messages. Verse 3, let me read it then. It says, Verse 3, the same place. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. This, this phrase, spiritual blessings, when you look up the reference in the Dick's Bible, it refers to the gospel. The gospel and the gifts of the Spirit that help us to serve God. That we need to work with God and serve God. When it says spiritual blessing, it's not talking about a house. And no, no, about the things that we need, the gospel and then the Holy Spirit and the gift of the Spirit to be able to serve God. That's, that's what it is talking about. But like I was saying, we have preached certain messages to you that have made you have a great appetite for carnal things. I mean, as soon as, if we start talking about Jolof now, all of us will start feeling hungry, wishing that I had a jollof, a jollof to eat. Do you get it? We'll go to the jollof lady's house to go and look for the jollof. Yeah. Some of you are into fornication because you like talking about sex too much. That's a good question. Yeah. Some of you are into this type of fornicationalism and its associates. You see, sometimes it's not just the fornication, it's not just the intercourse, which is the interconnection of the organs. It's not just that, but it has associates, it has relatives, it has friends, friends that are around it, like pornography, um, sexting, texting, all these, they are all associates, you see. If it was a company, they would call it Sex and Sons. 
if it's if it's if it's a law firm, it will be sex, sons, and associates. Unbelievable. Yeah. Do, do you get it? So it's because of the things we have talked about as pastors to you. And sometimes I can understand, you know, a pastor, a pastor is an ambassador of God to the church. An ambassador is a representative of God. That's why you should be careful how you deal with the pastor because anything you do to the pastor, you are doing it to God. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You see that? Pastor Dan is a very wicked pastor. If I look at the way how black his head is, he's a very wicked, you are talking about God. Don't be surprised you wake up the next day with a toothache. You are just talking about God. It's not like, no, God. You can talk about your bank manager at home. It's not a problem. You can even gossip about your doctor at home. It's not a problem. But your pastor? Hey. That's a rough area. Yeah. Hallelujah. What was I talking about before I came to this? So it's an ambassador. So the job of the pastor is to bring the mind of God to you. Yeah, that's the job of the pastor. Not his mind. The mind of God concerning you. To you. Now, when you are sent to a place as an ambassador, it's just like a missionary. You are sent to a place as an ambassador. When you see the people, sometimes you get affected, you get affected by the people, their issues, what they are, what is disturbing. Because you get to know. That's why when a visitor comes, he takes more offerings than the pastor who's there. Because the, the visiting preacher, he doesn't know that you have not paid your rent. The pastor knows that you have not paid your rent. So you have faith. You want to give an offering. Your pastor says, no, no, no. Don't give an offering like this. No, go back. Because he knows your problems. Do you get it? Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's supposed to bring the mind of God to the people. But when you are with the people, you get affected by them. You get affected by their issues. And rightfully so. I mean, when I stand, I look in the church, I see so many ladies, they don't have husbands. So many sisters, beautiful sisters. It's not like they are not. It's not like they have three legs or one ear or something. They are all adequate, capable. They have all the natural resources needed for marriage. Do you see? I.e., they have fingers, they have a head, they have a leg. You know these things. Even a knee and an ankle, they have all in place. I don't know what you are thinking about. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. I don't, I don't see the connection between what you are thinking about and what I'm saying at all. Beautiful. 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 I see all of them and I ask a pastor, it's like, oh, who's going to marry them? So when I see this brother, will he marry this one? When I see this other brother, will he marry them? So that they can, one pastor, he told me, he, he had so many ladies in there, he was getting married. His heart was so broken. He said, oh, if, 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 if I could, I would have married all of them so that all of them have a husband. Yeah. What a pastor. Yeah, his heart was so broken. It's like, if I could, I would just marry all of them. Then there's none of them without a husband. You are in that. Nobody's in the church anymore. The pastor has taken a bullet for. So when you are pastoring people, you see these problems. You become affected. So now you have to teach some things. How to get married. Brothers, marry quickly. Brother, shine your eyes. You know, 
some of this message. Brother, look straight before thee. Brother, she called thee. All these messages so that they, they are, the problems can be solved. But that may not be the gospel. Sometimes you watch the church, you see so many poor people. Eh, poor, poor, poor. What they need is jobs. And if they need jobs, what they need is what? Jobs. So you, you now want to pray. Find jobs. They are always broke. So you now want to preach about money. So they can get some money. So you preach money, one money, two money. Yeah. One famous pastor, he preached a message, money come to me now. And I tell you, if I came this morning and announced the title of my message is money come to me now. You will see the way you will be shouting. I have basically spoiled the message saying I'm talking about spiritual blessings. Pastor, what is the use of spiritual blessings to me when I'm hungry? They are not tangible. I can't touch them. Beautiful. Can't touch them. They are not tangible. I need money. That's what Esau said to his brother Jacob. That what is the use? Of, what's the use of a birthright to me when I'm hungry? This birthright thing is, is, is some symbolic, metaphoric something. We can't touch it. This means that you have cooked. It's here now. I can eat it. I can eat it now. But this birthright thing that you, you want to be what? You want to sleep on top so that I sleep under. It doesn't change anything. You see like the bank bed. When we were in high school, we used to fight who would sleep up, who would sleep down. Most people want to sleep down so they don't have to climb. You get it? But me all through high school. I always wanted to be on top. If the, board, the bed breaks, fall on you. Don't fall on me. <laughs> very simple. Very, very simple. Yeah, yeah, you don't step on my bed to go to your bed. No, I step on your bed to go to my bed. Very simple. Very simple. And depending on where your head is and where my foot is, that one is for another day. This day you talk, use of a bed right to me. I'm hungry. So those affect you. you over the years, we have preached certain messages to our people to be successful, how to prosper in this world, how to do well in this. So, extend our members into members who are desiring carnal things. Meanwhile, God is spirit, and the only way you go become spiritual is to become spiritual. So, our people have grown a deep appetite and hunger for carnal things. How to get a car? How to? If you sleep at night, you have a vision, you won't give a testimony. But if you, if you go and you get a car, you give testimony. No, it, it shows our value system. And like I said, it's not your fault, it's my fault. Because of things I've been preaching to you over the years. If you get a job, you give a testimony. If you get give a testimony, give a testimony. Yeah. If you read the portion of the scripture, you have a deep revelation. You won't give a testimony. So it's not a blessing. This is not a blessing. Do you know the number of people who open the Bible? And even to start, the number of people who open the Bible, very few. Then to read and understand, very few. Then to read, understand, and have a revelation, also very, very few. Yeah, you should bring an offering. And say, Pastor, I want to thank God with this offering that I born and I got a revelation. Yeah. God spoke to me. 
God. It's because we are not spiritual. That's why people bamboozle us with, the Lord has said to me. Yeah, because God never speaks to you. So when you say, God has said to somebody, you are so impressed. So, so impressed that if the person is leading you astray, you can't see you because it's that God. And of course, if you say God is the one who has told you, do you do it like I want to argue with God? I may be carnal, but I argue with God. So important that, look, we become, we are so fixated on material things. But Ephesians says that God has blessed us with spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Spiritual blessings, spiritual things. Spirit, and spiritual things are for them that are spiritual. You can't receive spiritual things. You, that scripture that I have seen, ear has not heard. How many of you know that scripture? But neither has it heard me heart what the Lord has prepared for them that love Him and so on. But Bible says it is spiritually tuna. It is spiritually descend. If it's spiritual, you can't see. You can't see. But but as it is, I has not seen nor ear heard. Neither has He entered the house that God has prepared for them that love Him. Isn't this a nice scripture? Isn't it a very powerful scripture that God has prepared things? The type of husband God has prepared for you, I has not seen. The type of job God has prepared for you, I has not seen. The type of uh, ministry God has prepared for you, I has not seen. But who are those who see them? Verse 10, let's go, let's go quickly. Hamba, hamba not. Which none of them, like, verse, verse, verse. Oh, are you going forward or backwards? Good. But the car in reverse or front. But God had revealed them through his spirit. For the spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. If you are not spiritual, you will not see all this. Uh, you cannot see the things moving in front of you. Can. It's like a brother who's looking for a, a wife. The nice, good sister, very powerful sister is what he cannot see. And most brothers are like that. No, most brothers are like that. Yeah. Most brothers are like that. So good sister. You know, quickly marrying, you are just moving around. One brother, a friend of mine, he was moving around like that. Then another guy came. He just arrived on the sister. He saw the sister. Ah, nice one. Boom. Took the sister. He told him the sister has broken, has disappointed him. I said, ah, did you? Did she have? Because before disappointed, you have to appoint you. If I'm not appointed, you, it's neutral grounds. Yeah, it's neutral grounds. Open, open field. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, two very things from the introductory scriptures we have read. It says, we are partakers of his divine nature. And he has blessed us with spiritual blessings. Without becoming spiritual, with, without doing things, desiring things that make you spiritual, you cannot become a partaker of his divine nature. And you cannot have these spiritual blessings. Carnality must die from today. What is carnality? Carnality is not sin. I'm not talking about sin is sin. Carnality is things that expand you on this earth. Things. Matthew chapter 6. Things that expand you. Anything that doesn't take you closer to God is either carnality or sin. Very simple. Either carnality or sin. And it takes you further and further away from God. Matthew chapter 6. Let's read from 24. I'm almost getting to the end of the preach. That's when I started. 25, 25. 24 is talking about money, not save money. 
25. So based on 24, it says, Therefore I say unto you, take no thought of your life. This is Jesus speaking, not Pastor Daniels. Take no thought of your life. What shall he eat? Or what shall he drink? Nor yet what shall yet for your body. For what shall ye put on? Is not life more than meat and the body more than raiment? He says, don't be consumed about what you will eat. Don't be consumed about what you will drink. Don't be consumed about what you will put on. Some of us are consumed. Our office about what we are going to eat, what we are going to drink, and what we are going to wear. Yeah, the brothers are consumed about what we are going to eat and what we are going to drink. And the sisters are consumed about what we are going to wear. Say, man, your amens are finishing. Man. Hey, why? Beautiful. The sisters are consumed. What makeup am I going to put on? What is it? And the world has become really strange now because of these makeup artists. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Last week we saw a picture, a before and after picture. Look, God said we shouldn't swear like I will swear. I just want to be obedient to the Bible. Look, do you understand? Look, you see when we watch the film stars, they always say see, see. <laughs> yes, the real, the proper thing is to say look. <laughs> Mamela, Mamela is listening. Eh? Mamela is listening. Look is what. John Gawena. Look. The picture of the before is like a leopard. Do you know a leopard? With spots all over. The after. Hey, Miss World. Miss World. Miss World. Hey, flawless and radiant skin. Wow, it's like David's skin. When he was chosen to be king. Yeah, beautiful. Look. And so I sent the picture to some brothers that I know. Some brothers who are my friends. I sent, I said, brothers. And I told a particular, you, you have not chosen. So you, they are afraid for you. Fortunately for us, we chose a beloved when these things had not come. So we got the real deal. But today. Hey. First, I used to say that. To be sure of your choice, take care of swimming. Yeah. But now it doesn't work. Like, take care of swimming. So after the swimming, when she comes out of the water, then you see, is do I like what I see? Then, but now it doesn't work. Now they have a way to lay the thing. Even water cannot take it off. It's they lay it like a road, asphalt. Ta, 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 ta. Then they draw on it. So it's like a canvas. <laughs> yeah. And the drawing is done by either Picasso or Michelangelo. So, yeah. Oh, God. Let's go, let's go. Let's go. I don't know why you are keeping me. But it's Jesus, Jesus is the one speaking. Jesus said, don't think about what you are going to eat. It's like, don't be fixated. Hey, Jesus, are you saying that we shouldn't think about eating? Why think don't be fixated on it. Don't, don't be glued. Don't be so consumed by what you are going to eat or what you are going to drink or what you are going to wear. 
Jesus, you say we shouldn't think about you. We are going to come to church naked. No. If we see you coming naked, we'll call an ambulance. Yeah, because it's a mental problem. No. Think, but don't be fixated about it. Yeah, fixated. Sometimes it's time to come to church. Somebody say, I don't have a, have a dress to wear to church. You don't have a dress. What were you wearing yesterday? As you are talking, what are you wearing? Next verse, 26. We are going all the way to the, the, the end. It says, Behold, the fowls, the fowls of, that is, look at the fowls of the air. For they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather bands, gather into bands. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? It says, Look at the birds in the air. They don't sow, they don't reap. They don't gather, yet they eat. There are people who don't hustle much about eating. They eat. So you also eat. So we all end up at the same place. We add to a stature. Jesus is saying, how many of you, by thinking and stressing, are going to eat? By just walking you if it took thinking and stressing to grow taller, I'm sure by now we'll all be the same height. But you can't do You can't add anything. You can't. It's, the stress will not change in some people go to what actually is the stress. It's the stress of it. Not even the situation itself, but the stress. Think of it. One exam you are going to write. You are stressing so much that when you are studying, you can't even study properly. Yeah, you can't even study. You are so stressed. Sometimes when you relax, the things you see, you will be surprised. Yeah, the things you see. And now I thought that a lot of the things we stress about are useless. Useless. Verse 28. And why take ye total for raiment? Raiment is your clothes. Ladies, Jesus is talking to you. Why take ye thought for raiment? I'm talking about focusing on spiritual things. Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. Next verse. And yet I say unto you, if that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. He says, look, I'm giving you two examples. Look at the birds of the air. Look at the lilies. They don't stress. But when it reaches their season to bloom, they bloom so beautifully. They just bloom. You are busy fixing. So all your life is running around for what you will eat, what you will drink, what you will wear. Next verse, 29. Beautiful. And yet I say, 30, do you? Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven. This is the future of all the grass. After church, when you go outside, tell the grass, this is their future. This is their end. You can prophesy to them. You, today you are here. Tomorrow, justice will catch all of you and throw you into the fire. You can, they, it will come to pass. The grass will say you are a true prophet. 
it will come to pass. This is the future of all grass. Today is, and tomorrow is no more. Shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Here Jesus is saying that, by saying don't think about these things, it's not like you will not have them. Then he says, look at all these people. They don't do much. But and even they, they are just there for a short time. They are here today, tomorrow they are thrown into the fire. Here to, even them, God takes care of them. How much more you, who is an everlasting creation, everlasting creation, will God not take care of you? Then he says that, oh ye of little faith. Little faith is worrying, praying and believing God for what you will eat, what you will wear, where you will sleep. That's little faith. I use my faith to believe God for accommodation. Jesus said, little faith. Oh, ye of little faith. Jesus classified all these things. What we will wear, what, how we will survive, how we will eat. Because you eat by getting a job. What you will drive. What, oh, he put all of them under one type of faith. One day I'm going to teach you types of faith. Under one type of faith, he put it under little faith. Now faith is, Hebrews 11 verse 1, the evidence of things what not seen. The substance of things, the evidence of things so for the substance of things what not seen. Which order is? Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Faith is what you can't see. You use your faith to believe things you don't see. Yeah, little faith is some two slices of bread with cheese and an egg in the middle. That's little faith. You add polony, that's a little extra little faith. Still little Beautiful. Little faith. But here we see that faith, real faith, because this is the chapter of the heroes of faith. And in this chapter, he's now going to talk about the things that the people did to exhibit their faith and to qualify to be here. Bread, clothing, accommodation, none of them is here. None of them is in this chapter. There's, there's nobody in this chapter that got here by believing God and praying for, for bread. Believing God. Hey, Pastor, are you saying we shouldn't pray? Jesus himself taught us when you pray, say, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom, and thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Then what? Give us this day. Our daily bread. No, but don't be so. It's like you are going on a fast, three-day fast for what you will eat. Why don't you go on a more spiritual fast? Three-day fast for Peter Mary's back to be saved. Three-day fast for Deban to be saved. Three-day fast for pastors to come out of the church. Three-day fast for people to love and serve God. Rather, you are fasting for a shoe. I've heard that there's a wedding coming up. I want to wear shoe with diamonds on my feet. Hey, so you are fasting for diamond shoes. Shoe. Yeah, people can end their relationship because of shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen some before. It's not, it's not what I have heard, though. It's what I've seen it before. Beautiful. Yeah, we talk to shoe. Then they, I, I know two girls. If they will speak the truth, they, their relationship ended because of a wig. 
Yeah, two ladies. If they will tell the truth. But, I mean, they will not tell the truth. I know. If I call them now, I put them on speaker, they will not tell the truth. Because of this one said, this one has, I'm, I'm a pastor. I've been pastoring since 2001. So I've been pastoring for a long time. I've heard different stories. Different, different. Oh, I was there when one came to report to me. She has won my way. She doesn't want to bring it back. Then, then I just talked to her. Then when she brought, she didn't wash it. It's like when she brought it, it was dirty. It had uh, Jesus got out faith. Let's look at Moses. 24, 24. Let's just look at one of the most. Let's look at how Moses qualified. I said faith, real faith is things that you can't see. Not what you will wear, what you will eat, what you will do. No, no, no. By faith, when he, by faith, Moses, when he was come to years, it means when he grew up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. When Moses was a child, he was the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Having a privileged life. The prince of Egypt. Yeah. But when he grew up by faith, because of faith, he said, I will, I will no longer be Pharaoh's child. Some of you cannot, by faith, break away from things and say, no, 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 this thing is not compatible with my Christian life. So I'm breaking away from it, no matter what it will cost me. That is faith. Not for bread, for what you will eat. How much do you eat? So if you eat, so you use all your to be God for something worth 30 rands. So your faith is actually 30 rands. Or even you had a big meal, 60 rands. So your faith is 60 rands. Even the, the food, you couldn't finish it. You had to leave some. Yeah, he said, I will no longer be called Pharaoh's daughter. Whatever they call and, and not to be Pharaoh's son, Pharaoh's daughter's son, not to be fair, not to be a prince meant that he was now going to become a slave. Some of you can't break a relationship to serve God. You're in the relationship, the guy is sleeping with you like a mattress. Still, you can't break away and serve God. So look, I've been taking this risk. If I die, I die. How many of you still want to walk closely with God? A closer walk with God. Next verse, because if we stay here, there are things that will come to many. Choosing to rather suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. To end, he chose to suffer affliction with the people of God. With the people of God. To suffer with the people of God than enjoy pleasure. Do you see? Suffer and enjoy, they are not classmates. One is suffer pain, anguish, hunger, test. Opposite of little faith. Not to enjoy the pleasures of sin. Hey, Pastor, but he's paying my rent for me. You see, if I, if I, if I, if I, if I break away, what is, am I going to buy data? Am I going to pay my rent? Am I going to? That's what you believe God for and you use faith for it. And your faith is, if I break away and I'm going to perish, I perish. 
is better than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. If I step out, some of you can't, some of you can't, I'll come to that. I hope I get some time. Next verse. So that if I need to come to that, then let's go for it. Esteeming the reproach of Christ greater than riches. Greater, greater riches than the treasures of Egypt. For he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. He said he had respect to the reward that God will. Recompense means to reward. The reward, that, the reward for my offering is greater than the riches of, of the treasures of Egypt. The next verse, next verse, where you went to. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king. Sometimes when you take a stand of faith, some people will be angry with you. Some of you are afraid that somebody will be angry at you. So you can't stand for the truth. You are compromising on the truth so that a particular person will be happy with you. Maybe your wife, maybe your grandmother, maybe your, your landlord, maybe your lecturer. I don't want to come there. Yeah, you can't stand for the truth because uh, my relationship with this person is so deep, it's so tight, he's going to be angry at me or she's going to be angry. The truth is the truth. I said, the church is very quiet. Revelations 8, 1, and there was silence in heaven for a period of half an hour. So, your, your half an hour starts now. Yeah, you can't stand for, the, for what is right. Because you are afraid that your relationship with such a person will be destroyed. But he said, he did not fear the wrath of the king. For he endured as seeing him who is invisible. I said, faith is what you can see. Little faith is what you can see. I'm believing God for this. this, this you can't see them. Says it's little faith. From today, may you move away from little faith. With little faith, you can't walk with God. You can't walk closely with God. God will always be far. God will. Little faith is in our physical realm. And I said, God is spirit. So we have to switch into the spirit to walk closely with him. You are still on physical level. When all is like, what am I going to eat? What am I going to wear? Where am I going to sleep? This, that's it. You are on little faith level. Say amen. amen. I think that's where it ends for Moses. If you, when you go home, read through all of Hebrews 11, you will see everybody there. None of them, they entered by. Even Rahab. Rahab, they told her, look, our God is going to empower us to destroy this city of Jericho. Which has never been, nobody had been able to come up against Jericho to destroy Jericho. So if you help us, when we come to destroy the city, we will save you. Can you imagine you are just sitting in your room then, some two guys come, they tell you, we are going to destroy this place. If you help us, when we come, we will save you. Meanwhile, you know that your city has, everybody who tries to fight against your city, your city defeats the person. Then you say, okay, I, I believe, I'll help. That's faith. She didn't have any evidence. She just believed them. And when they came, they saved her. That's why her name entered into this chapter. Meanwhile, her real job, her daytime job was a prostitute. Yeah. I hear a male prostitute is a prostitute. Anyway. Let's go. Matthew, Matthew 6. Where were we? 31. Wherefore, if he clothed them, little over 30, 31, please. 
Therefore, take no thought, saying, what shall we eat? He says it again, oh, and what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? 32. Jesus is going to give us a account. For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that you have need of this. He says, these things that we are busy and fixated on. I need a husband. I need a job. I need a wife. I need a beloved. I, need, I know a sister, she's so fixated about getting a beloved that it's what destroys all her relationships. Yeah. Oh, God, give me a guy. Oh, God, give me a talk. A guy with six packs, Lord. Oh, God, he must be working. Oh, God, let him have a job. Then after a while, I say, oh, God, just give me a short man. Man, na man, man. Man, na man. God, give me any man. Yeah, any man. Any man. The Bible says, after all these things do the Gentiles seek. It says, unbelievers, they are also looking for all these things. He said, God said, if you, are, you, are used, you have little faith and you are believing God for material things, these are the things you are fixated on. There's no difference between you and unbelievers. The church is full of Christians who are like unbelievers. Which group in well, the Bible says, uh, 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 2 Corinthians 6, verse 17, 18, I think they're about. God, Bible says, wherefore come out from amongst them and be ye separate. Say the Lord. Touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. I will be a father to you, and you will be my sons and daughters. Chapter 7, verse 1 says, Having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves of every filthiness of the, of the, of the flesh and of the spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of the Lord. He says, look, be separate as a Christian. Be separate. Come out from them. But the church is rather going into Gentiles and into unbelievers. When you see, now you can't tell the difference between Christians and unbelievers. It's so amazing. You can't tell the difference. Christians and unbelievers, there's no difference. We are all the same. Whatever. Look, the way they dress is the way we also dress. We want to walk with God. We want to walk with God. God is wearing a ZCC uniform with a star. And you are wearing a bikini. You are wearing a skirt. The skirt is here. It's like just... Now, don't be deceived by the way people look when they come to church. They know that pastor will come. So they dress like that. Meet them outside church. You will see something you have not seen before. I was driving with my wife somewhere and the robot was red so we stopped then I saw a certain sister on that side then I told my wife this girl this, this, this girl looks like one of my church members then my wife said oh no 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 it's not her I said ah, are you sure fortunately then the light went green so we came to the robot there she was when we turn and look at her she wished the ground would open for her to go and then it will close. Yeah. Look, what she was wearing. You don't know whether she was from work or she... I, 
I'm talking about somebody in the church. Look, today the church is full of people like unbelievers. You can't even tell who's a Christian and who's not. No, 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 no. We can't be different. We can't be separate. God wants us to be different and to be separate. If you take a picture with your, your friends or mates, you look at your status, you are just unbelievers. There's no difference. Everybody can say, oh, the same, the same, the same, the same. Yeah, everybody, let's, everybody is flashing their breasts. Let me flash a little more. And you flash both. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, it's a double flash. Boom, boom, that's it. I said what? Beautiful. In the church, I'm I'm not talking about the world. I'm not in the world. I don't see the world. I'm talking about the church. Jesus said, the Gentiles, you are just the same as the Gentiles. Yeah. It's like hazard. If you are driving, <laughs> both of them. Instead of one year or one year, the hazard. <laughs> yeah. No, you can't tell the difference. Look, one of our pastors, he went to preach in the prison. As he was preaching in the prison, as he's sharing the word, then he, you hear from them, mercy, forgive. What a shock. was wondering how did the guys in prison know mercy forgive what a shock are they on porters one the shepherds has been is there one in fact it's not a long time member it's a modern day member inside there I mean can you believe you go and preach in prison then as you are preaching somebody shouts from the prison unbelievable it's a modern member. It's a modern member. It's not, it's not G2R. It's a modern member. Yeah, it's Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, and Philippians. <laughs> Media, can I have 10 minutes? Sure. Yeah, recent, recent. Lockdown, lockdown uh, member. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. In the church. In the church. This, the fact that we don't want to be different. I'll tell you another story. But the fact that we don't want to. That's why there are no more virgins in the church. Yeah. When we, when we were growing up in the church. If they say this girl is in the church. You can just make some assumptions. Some just quick assumptions. She's a virgin. She doesn't lie. She doesn't drink. She doesn't smoke. She doesn't go to parties. You can just make a list. You don't even have to interview her. That once she's in the church, that's it. You you can you can safely make that conclusion. But today, 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 you just have to have faith <laughs> in things not seen. <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. No 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 no. Yeah yeah free amendment. You just have to have faith that okay. Yeah. You have to use scriptures to encourage yourself. I 
have blotted for as far as the heavens are from the earth. So far have I taken your sins from you. You have to just use faith. Today in the church, when people say they are beloved, it's the same as unbelievers. I asked a brother, how did you become beloved with this? So they said she should follow me up when I first came to the church. And then when I, the first day I came, so when she went to follow me up, then I had sex with her. Yeah, that's, it's like follow up, side effect of follow up. Then now we are. Can you imagine? Look, one day I was in church. The stories are too many. The time is too little. One day I was in church and some four brothers walked in. Solid brothers. I mean, when I'm talking about brothers, I mean solid. Not, not these ones. No. Solid. No, I don't mean. No, no, no. That's not what I mean. No, 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 no. I, I, yes, yes. Yes, that's what I mean. Like this type of guys. Not, 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 you see, but this, yes. Please, I apologize. Those of you at home, I apologize, okay, please. But I mean, solid brothers. They came into the church. Beautiful. So as a young church, where you see pastor, you see four solid guys, you are very happy. Finished preaching, did everything. Who invited you to church? So this guy, so okay, great. Then after, I talked to the guy who invited them to church to come up with a plan to follow them up. The brother told me, that, oh, pastor, these guys, we don't need them in the church. I said, why? I said, why don't we need them? We need people to work for God and to say, we said, oh, no, 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 pastor. I'm advising you, we don't need these brothers in the church. And as a pastor, people don't advise me that often. <laughs> he said, I'm advising, we don't need. I said, why? He said, oh, they said to me that they see that my church that is the guy, his church. There are a lot of beautiful girls in the church. So Sunday, they are going to raid the place. The church. They are going to raid the church. Yeah, and some of you is by coming to church that somebody knocked you off. No, not in school. Not in, um, no, not in school. Not uh, church. You came to church on Sunday. By Sunday evening, somebody had knocked you off. Yeah, the thing went. Say amen and encourage me, please. The, the way you are quiet, it's like I should stop preaching. I should stop preaching. I don't feel you. I don't feel you. I don't feel you. Yeah. One day, there was a very wild unbeliever, am robber in Ghana. Wild am robber. And they were looking for him everywhere. Police looked for him everywhere they couldn't find him. All you hear is he has committed another robbery. Then one day, they had a tip off and they went to arrest the guy. Friday evening, Friday night. Friday. Guess where they found the guy? In a church in an all night meeting. That's where they found the guy. Now, you know that as for the church, all night people, look, you have to be very serious and close to the pastor to come for all night. All night prayer meeting, that's where they arrested the guy. The, like national arm robber, not, not PMBO, national arm robber. They arrested him in church. Yeah. Yeah. Because Jesus, 
this is how the Gentiles, you are just like the Gentiles. That's why I can't be walking with you. You want to walk, yes, walk in my direction, but be far away. And let me be going. But to be walking with me, there you are, we are going. You can't be like the unbelievers. From today, may we all change our ways. Yeah. Finally, 33, I close with 33 because media gave me 10 minutes. It says, but seek ye first. These are the people who can walk with God. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness. Those who are seeking the kingdom, those who are seeking the righteousness of the kingdom. He says, those are the people. Those are the pe- That's how your life should be. He said, the summary of all these things I'm saying is that rather instead of chasing these things and having sleepless nights over these little faith things, rather seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And guess what? All these things will be added to you. Will be added to you. Jesus, are you trying to make us hungry? That's your answer there. No, I'm not trying to make you hungry. But don't, don't, don't be fixated on it. Don't be fixated. Rather, be fixated, be concerned, be minded. Let your attention be on the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Yeah, that's why even in Revelations, when, the, when, when, when John the Revelator was writing about Jesus, he said Jesus was standing in the middle of the seven candlesticks, and the seven candlesticks are the pastors. Yeah. Standing, those who work, those who are serious, seeking the kingdom, seeking how, how the church will move forward, how the defending the church, breaking relationships for the church to stand. Those were the people Jesus was standing with. Among the seven candlesticks, so the people Jesus was so seek the kingdom first. You are seeking a beloved first. Oh God, give me a beloved. Oh God, give me a beloved. Oh God, give me a that's what you are seeking instead of seeking God. Instead of seeking God. If we start to seek God, oh my my beloved, my friend, we will now draw closer to God. We'll see our relationship with God will start to change. Our relationship with God will start to change. It will change completely. I pray. That we will seek God tirelessly and earnestly. Seek God earnestly and tirelessly. So that we can walk closely with God. 34, I read it and then we close. He say, gives the warning again. 34. Take ye, take therefore no thought of the morrow. Don't be fretting about tomorrow. For tomorrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Then he finishes, he says, sufficient unto the day is the evening jollof and they said stand to your feet let's bring the service to a close said, sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof there's so much to do today it, I don't see why you are even thinking of tomorrow so much today has so much to do why are you fixated even about tomorrow this year we have not finished it you are busy thinking about next year from today May God be our primary focus. I said, may the spiritual blessings that God has blessed us with, that Paul was telling us about, Jesus was explaining to us, let us seek the kingdom. Let us seek the kingdom first. The most important thing on your agenda should be the kingdom of God. That first and its righteousness. The Bible says all other things, all other things, all other things 
I've been busy with the work of God for years. Since I set foot out of the university. For years. I have not suffered. I don't have what to eat. I don't have where to sleep. I know. Yes, precious come. Pastor, are you saying there are no precious? They are precious. But to say that I am going to bed. That I have not eaten. And it's not by choice. Never. Never. God has been faithful. Solomon said, I've been young. And I'm old. I have never seen the righteous forsaken. Nor his seed beg for bread. You will never beg for bread. God will never forsake us. As we seek it. Lift your hands and just pray for yourself right now. Today I want you to pray and repent. And repent. Over the years. Over the times. Over the seasons. By reason of the types of preachings we have preached to you. Your, 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 your focus has moved to other things. Has moved to other things. Pray. Ask God for mercy. God restore me. Bring me to where I am supposed to be. In the name of Jesus. Bring me back Lord. Back to where I'm supposed to be. Back to where I'm supposed to be. Back to where I'm supposed to be. Restore my focus. Restore my concentration. Restore my attention. Restore the thing that I'm seeking Lord. Let me seek you first. And your kingdom and your righteousness. In the name of Jesus. As I, as I pursue. As I venture to walk closely with you. Let me seek your kingdom first. Let me seek your kingdom first. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Let me sacrifice. Let me suffer. Let me suffer like Moses. Let me suffer affliction for your kingdom's sake. Let me be ready. Ready to suffer affliction. Ready to suffer ridicule. Ready to suffer shame. For your kingdom's sake. For your kingdom's sake. For your kingdom's sake. Than to enjoy the pleasures of sin. For a season. For a season. For a season. Help us, Lord. Lift your hands wherever you are. Help us, oh God. Help us, oh God. Help me, Lord. Help me, oh God. Help me, oh God. Father, thank you for every hand that is lifted. We pray. Restore us. Restore us in our hearts. Restore us in our minds. Restore what our hearts are focused on. Your word declares that if we be risen with Christ, let us focus on the things which are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of the Father. Help us. Help us to focus our attention on your kingdom. On your kingdom. On spiritual things. Things that draw us closer to you. On things like prayer. On things like reading your word. On things like teaching people. Establishing other Christians. Help us to focus on it. Help us to focus on it. Take us away from little faith. From what we will eat. What we will wear what we will drink in the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Oh, say amen. Amen. You know, the secret of this message is to develop yourself spiritually. So from next week, I'll start to teach you how to develop yourself spiritually. The more spiritual you are, the closer you walk with God. So the more we develop ourselves spiritually, the more we will walk closely with God. Put your hands together for the Lord. Yeah.
you are watching me today or you are here today, you want to say, Pastor, I want to start my walk with Jesus from today. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. I want Jesus to become the Lord of my life. Please pray with me. I want to pray with you today. Pastor, I don't want to go to hell when, you, when I die. If you are here like that, lift every eye closed, every head bow. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. If you are watching from home, you want to surrender your life to Jesus, I want to pray with you. Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to give my life to Jesus. If you, if you want to surrender your life to Jesus, pray this prayer with me. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Wonderful. Put your hands together for the Lord. If you have been blessed, put your hands together better. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Oh, we will walk closely with God. I said from today, we'll walk closely with God. Yeah. We will move away from little faith. Oh, crap. Little faith is what will I eat. Are you surprised Jesus called it little faith? The amount of faith you have used to believe God for what you will eat. And Jesus just comes and says, little faith. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.